This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. And it is a fabulous Monday. Getting the week started off well. We head into the Labor Day weekend this weekend. So most of you will have a three, if not four day weekend coming up. So uh, hopefully that's uh, most of you listening, if not all. Last Friday's question of the day, we never got to. I'm sorry. We got to. Got off on all sorts of other things that Andy and I got into. The question of the day was, for what movie did Steven Spielberg win his first Oscar for Best Director? And the answer was Schindler's List. (laughs) I should have mentioned it on Friday, but I never did. Um, And if those of you that listen on Fridays to our movie rental hour, you'll you'll know why I'm chuckling there. Today's impossible question of the day. Answer this on the RushToReason.com website. When it comes to cold temperature states, where does Colorado rank? No hints. Don't look it up. I will say, and I've said this before many times, I believe it's why there's more and more people moving here. We're not as cold as most people think, especially in the Denver Front Range area. We're really not as cold as most people think we are, and that's why we've got more people moving here on a... Routine basis and may have more. Richard and I will talk about that. My son Richard and I will talk about it in the next hour in regards to California's new uh, EV. I don't know if law is the right way to say it, but they're mandating that by 2035, every vehicle sold will be an EV. My prediction is if that holds true, which I'm guessing it will, some people will just say, you know, I'm done. I don't need this anymore. I'm out of here. Especially if they start shutting down gas stations and doing things along those lines that make it harder and harder to keep your ICE vehicle around. ICE being internal combustion engine vehicle, which we've used now for 100, yeah, more than 100 years now. Something else, and I I talked about this with, I think, some family members not that long ago when it comes to swatting. So really quick, let me explain what swatting is in case some of you don't know what that is. Most of you have probably heard of this, but swatting is where, and it started in the gaming industry, gaming as in video game players and so on. It, it, when somebody would be mad at another player for who knows what. Maybe they thought they cheated. Maybe they killed them. Maybe they were partners and one of them got shot by the other. I mean, all sorts of things happen in the gaming world. I'm not a gamer, but I've read all sorts of different stories in regards to this. But it started with gamers. They would get mad at the other player. 
they knew based upon the other players' IP address and so on where they were. And what they would do is they would call the cops, make a 911 call, erroneously saying, you know, there's such and such going on at this address. There's been a kidnapping. Uh, there's somebody being held hostage, whatever the case may be. And, of course, the 911 operator, they don't know who's really calling and who's not. And in a day and age now to wear caller ID, you know, it exists maybe for the cell phone. But as far as location goes, they can't always pick that up. And, and believe me, most of these guys in that world are so sophisticated that even if that were the case, they know how to mask themselves to make it look like they're calling from next door if they want to. Yes, they have that ability to do that. So what they do is they call 911 and report some sort of an ongoing crime. You know, crime in action. Police show up, and boom, stuff happens. And when I mean stuff happens, there's a documentary on Netflix right now where this happened, I can't remember how many years ago, but this happened where one gamer did this upon another gamer to prove a point, and in the end, somebody died. The cops showed up, uh, an officer pulled their gun on somebody that, I mean, again, they had this description of a kidnapping, blah, blah, blah. They show up, they see somebody that matches the description, and instead of asking questions, they shot first. You know the old saying, ask questions, you know, then shoot, or shoot first, then ask questions. Well, these guys shot first and never bothered to ask any questions. And all it takes is the wrong individual at the wrong time something doesn't go the way it's supposed to and somebody ends up dead well that's swatting and by the way it can happen to anybody anybody anytime any place it can happen and the more public of a figure you are or in the case of of uh this situation just just being a gamer in general that's also what happened now marjorie taylor green was also swatted. This is the second time in a row this has happened, by the way. And again, in, and I think in this case, and she even, I think she realizes it, she's been swatted twice in two days, and really with the intent that something nefarious would actually happen and somebody would die. That's essentially what somebody's trying to do here. And keep in mind, these calls will come in not at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. These are usually calls in the middle of the night that bring more of the awareness of 911 operators up. So in this case, a, a local 911 call center received a chat at 2.53 a.m. on what appeared to be a suicide chat line with the individual claiming they came out as transgender and possibly shot their family. Yeah, okay, that's going to raise the awareness of a 911 operator. And then, of course, they come in guns a-blazing, or they may even call SWAT out, depending upon what the situation is, when, in fact, nothing's going on. So these things, folks, are happening. Something that probably won't happen to most of you listening, but you never know. It depends on, you know, how well-known you are, what kind of friends or family you have, things along those lines. I mean, if somebody just doesn't like what you're doing or you've got kids that are gamers and you don't know exactly what they're doing online, you, you could wind up in the same situation. Now, in this particular case, I believe on this, this documentary that I watched on Netflix, it wasn't the gamer that was 
killed. I believe it was his father or his uh, he was, I don't know how to explain this. In this particular situation, it wasn't his real dad, but it was somebody that, I think it was his uncle that really was acting like his father that took him in and really tried to help out a family, you know, another family member, and he was the one that ended up dying. To the point, in this particular case, it was really sad because one of the kids ended up committing suicide over it because they were so distraught over what had happened to their uncle or would-be father that it was devastating to this family basically is what it's what's you know when it's all said and done and these things should not be happening how does 911 and the operators there eliminate this that i have no answer to human beings are sick and twisted that's all i can say anybody that would call on someone else hoping there would be some sort of harm done at the end of the day because why else would you call 911 and furthermore, they're wasting a ton of resources and time of individuals and tax dollars. We're, we're, we're all paying for this, by the way. So they're, they're wasting lots of resources at the same time. And frankly, I think those guys ought to be the ones behind bars. The problem is they're very hard to find and track down because of everything I said earlier. So just, to, just you know, wanted to make note of that. And um, something else really quick in the news that you'll see today, which I think I find very interesting, by the way, sort of a shift in gears from... Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's home being swatted. But Jeffco, which I believe is the second largest school district in the state. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's second. Douglas, I know, is first. I think Jeffco is second. They are shutting down 16 schools for lack of attendance. Jefferson County, they announced that today. I had been hearing rumors because I live over in that area, as you guys know. And I had been hearing rumors kind of rolling through that that may very well be happening because they've just got such low attendance in some schools, which there's several reasons behind that, by the way. One, I believe during COVID, people really realized what their kids were being taught. They realized they would take matters into their own hand, and they either started sending them to private school or homeschooling them. So I think that's one reason. Number two, we have a declining birth rate in this country. We are down below two. We're about 1.7 to 1.8 meaning we don't have enough population to sustain our economy and we will have to rely upon immigration to do so. I know that there's going to be parts of, especially Jefferson County, because they cover a lot of the mountainous areas as well. If there's not a lot of young families moving into those areas, of course, they're, they're not, there's not going to be any need for schools there. Again, folks, this is not a good sign. I mean, it's a good sign that we're not going to have kids being indoctrinated by the public school system, although... It's not just because people are taking their kids out of school and moving them other places. This is what happens when you have a declining birth rate, which we're going to have save the storks on here in not too, you know, in this hour, I should say, in the not too distant future, and talk about some of this as well. Mark Mix, though, should be joining us here in just one moment. Don't go anywhere. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Al Smith wants to help you with all of your future financial pl- plans, whatever those are. You can hear Al every Wednesday from 2 to 2.30 right here on KLZ 560 as well. Find Al by going to klzradio.com or 303-744-1128. While you can't avoid every risk, you can create a plan to make losses less likely with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. As you approach retirement, you are less tolerant of market risk because you can't afford to lose money to market volatility. When you reach retirement, you no longer have income to replace what you may lose. Your nest egg is your income because you are no longer employed and usually don't have a consistent cash flow. When you have concerns about the safety of your nest egg due to market volatility, Al Smith and Golden Eagle Financial can help you with strategies that will minimize your risk. 
in or near retirement, you no longer have the time you did when you were younger to replace what you may lose due to market volatility. Protect the investment of your time and preserve your money with retirement planning from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Connect with Al today at klzradio.com slash money, or you can call Al at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, RoofMax is next, folks, and make sure that your roof is uh, doing what it needs to do. They've had any damage through any storms this uh, fall, or sorry, this this as we head into fall this last summer, I should say, and you want something looked at, do not call your insurance agent or your uh, ag- or your uh, insurance company. Call Dave Hart from RoofMax first. Have him look at it and determine what's needed from there. 303-710-6916 or find him at RushToReason.com. Rejuvenation protects your roof from Colorado's weather where a replacement doesn't. The snow is all melted and the high winds are dying down and it finally feels like summer. With the snow gone, you can see damage on your neighbor's roof from fallen branches and other damage from intense wind. Thank God you got roof rejuvenation with Dave Hart from RoofMax. Luckily, you got your roof rejuvenated at a fraction of the cost of a full replacement. It gave you a 33% increase in hail protection and reactivated your seal strips so your shingles stayed on even in high wins. Your RoofMax rejuvenation restored the strength and flexibility to your roof, meaning fallen branches didn't damage it. Not to mention it makes your roof more water repellent, so snow and rain are even less likely to leak into your home. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax for a safe, effective, and cost-effective alternative to replacing your roof at 303-710-6916. And make sure to mention John Rush at KLZ 560 AM. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And Charlie wanted to know what was that Netflix series that I was talking about. I looked it up, and it's a series of, um, of uh, how should I say it? it? It's basically a documentary that has several episodes, maybe is the best way for me to say it. A web of make-believe, death, lies, and the internet. So again, web of make-believe, death, lies, and the internet. And the first episode, I believe, is on, it says, death by SWAT. And that's when a online gamer makes a series of fraudulent 911 calls to lure SWAT teams into innocent people's homes. And this one person was very um, good at doing that, is what I should say. Mark Mix joining us now. Mark, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, John. Good to be able to talk with you again. As always, and I wanted to have you on, especially as we head into the Labor Day weekend, because that is coming up just around the corner, and uh, you are president of the National Right to Work Committee, so you understand the labor end of it pretty well. Yeah, indeed, although I was I was encouraged and kind of excited to hear Don Crawford's uh, comments at the beginning of the top of the hour, talking about the necessity of work and the requirement of work. Yep. And just the, the justice and the and, and the dignity of work, and yeah, it is important that we talk about that as we approach Labor Day and kind of the end of summer and the beginning of of kind of the real world, if you will, right, John? And I think, Mark, to your point, and I and I agree. I, I you know, a very much believe in what we do here as a station, but as I listen to Don Senior talk about that, and I heard bits and pieces of XM Music getting ready to do other things as I you know come on air, but I, I caught enough of it to know exactly what you're talking about and what he was saying, and and the reality is, Mark. And I don't know when this happened, if it's just been a slow progression or and I don't want to blame anything on any particular 
group because I think there's lots of things that contribute to this. But when did we lose the pride of work in this country, that, that having a job and working is a good thing, not a bad thing? John, I guess if I knew that, I could, you know, I could probably run for office. <laughs> Good or point. But, uh, Good point. You know, I could, but the bottom line is this: Look, um, you know, when first of all, we know that a government policy that pays people not to work True. is not going to empower True. people to work. So, taking tax money, transferring all this stuff to people that don't work or don't pay their bills is not a productive activity of government. And then when you start laying bureaucracy and kind of the special interest groups on top of all of this, who have you know, needs and wants and demands and desires, you you get a convoluted sense of what it means to work for yourself. And and certainly, as, as Don Crawford mentioned, you know, kind of the biblical importance right. of working. I mean, right. I think the Scripture is full of, 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 of discernment about, you know, look, uh, you teach a man to fish and uh, yep. you feed him for life, all right? That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The handouts don't work. Hand-ups do i mean the reality is we want to we want to help people get you know where they need to go and and you know me mark i'm a big one on that whole dignity side there there's just something about uh working there's pride in it and and whether folks want to admit there's a difference in the sexes which by the way mark there is and i know that we men there's been many a study done on this you know women get their their satisfaction not all and i'm i'm kind of generalizing here because i realize it's not the same for every person but in general mark Women get their satisfaction in life off of how their family's raised, what's the success like there, how are things going at home, and so on. Where we men, Mark, we get our, our gratification, if you would, out of how good of a job have we done. What have we produced with our hands, with our labor, with the toils, you know, the fruit of that labor, I should say. And it's the difference between the sexes, which, by the way, is a good thing, I believe, Mark. And, and it, the reality is, and I'm, I'm a big one on this. There is huge satisfaction in a hard day's work. I don't care who you are. Yeah. John, you got to see the lines in my front yard. My 22-inch deck Honda mower looked perfect. The lines were so straight. I just stood there last night at the end of the day. Nice. And glazed out at that yard. I'm telling you what. Nice. I replaced two screens for my wife, too. She had a whole list of stuff for me to do. But there's dignity to that. Yes. There is. There is. In that. And you're absolutely right. And so... For a policy, for an American policy, where we try to reduce Labor Day and the idea of labor to, you know, the simple context of, oh, yeah, well, union or not union, or, you know, forced to join a union, or forced, you know, or, or free to choose whether or not to join a union, that makes it, it's a bigger issue. But unfortunately, politics and policy and regulations all fold into this, yep. and it does take away the dignity of work. You it know, does. you have union officials pounding the table saying, we've got to unionize people because we've got to have dignity at work and respect at work. Well... I think dignity and respect are things you earn. Yes. There are things that are not granted yes. in contract. There are things that are earned. And, and that's so important as we talk about the idea of labor and yep. how, as, as, as John Crawford said so wonderfully, you know, you go from, from uh, tilling land that's never been used productively to making automobiles to flying aircraft to going to the moon. I mean, that's, right. that's the dignity of That's work, right. And, that's and we did all of that in the span of less than – 100 years, Mark, really did the majority of what you just said in about 50 years. That's quite an accomplishment, really, for any... I mean, no generation prior had ever done anything close to that. It was just, to me, I look at what you just said, Mark, and to me, it's just a... It, it's amazing, and it's amazing to me that I was able to be a part of that and can remember back to, you know, watch a lot of what you just talked about, not when the first cars, of course, were were made and rolling off an assembly line, but to watch where they went from literally the early 60s to then landing on the moon to where we are today. It's just absolutely amazing. But to your point, I also think this, those layers of bureaucracy or folks that are, 
you know, they're they're fighting to have a job. They want to go to work. They, you know, we've talked about this with you and what happened during our King Super Strike here in Colorado. I mean, there's folks that wanted to go to work, that wanted to cross the line, that had no problem crossing the line, that did, that are now getting penalized for going to work. Yeah, that's right. And and so far, so good in helping those workers get through that that maze of, of quote, legal... But my point uh, is they shouldn't even have to do that, Mark. If they want to go to work, let them go to work. Exactly. And that's what happened here. And, you know, but it's a bigger point, too, John. And and it's something that obviously you can talk about all week as you approach Labor Day and and have other guests on to talk about, too, in the macro sense. But you're absolutely right. When one special interest, one private organization intervenes between an employer and a worker who wants to work, there's where problems are created. And that's what's happened with our labor policy in the United States. You know, imagine this, believe it or not, in Colorado, you can be the best worker in a workplace. You can you can pull out eight widgets an hour when the the guy next to you is doing two widgets an hour, and you can be fired from that job simply by not for not paying a private organization for the right to work. Right. I mean, that is contrary to what we're supposed to be celebrating, and that is the dignity and the responsibility yeah. and the necessity and the requirement of work. In my notes here, it's interesting because these were done long before I knew Don Crawford Sr. would even be talking about what he talked about today. But you've got in my notes, be the GOAT, which, of course, is the greatest of all time. Strive to be the very best to do, you know, the very best ever to do your job. You'll spend 75 percent of your waking hours working or thinking about work. So why settle? And, you know, great words of wisdom there, Mark. Yeah, indeed, indeed, and hopefully that's what that's what the majority of Americans are doing. And and although we're, you know, you talk about this generation, our generation, John, I'm getting a little bit. I, I'm I can I qualify as a curmudgeon now based on my age. I'm not going to tell you what that is, but you know, I can be I can be called a curmudgeon officially now. Um, but you know, we talk about our generation, we talk about the achievements, but also talk about what you're what's happening with the Jefferson County schools. I mean, families are being destroyed, and and the the power against the family is another thing that's being promoted by, like the teachers' union, for right. example. That's right. They're out there talking about you know indoctrinating our children and keeping our children out of school, and saying that what the child tells them, we can't tell the parents. I mean, imagine an organization that's, that accumulates so much power that they find it easy to talk about it in public. That yeah, you know, we're going to deal with the kids, but you kids don't tell your parents what we're talking right. about. Right. That's as anti-family as we get. I get that's why you got schools closing in Jefferson. That's County. right. You're exactly right. Mark, do you feel like, and again, you guys are much, much closer to this than than I. Uh, you know, I know some, you know, union shops and, you know, I, I stay a little bit in touch on that end of it, but I don't have near the sense of what's going on that you do. Do you feel like we've made, you know, any inroads in, in you know, uh, how should I say, Mark, weakening the grip that a lot of those unions have, not only upon their workers, but upon certain economies in certain states and cities? I think we do, and I think that change is a, is a result of their actions and how they use their legal privilege to basically lose sight of the worker in the workplace and pay more attention to the politics in Denver or Washington, D.C. I mean, that's what happens when you have compulsion. Mm-hmm. Compulsion breeds corruption. And compulsion right. breeds, you know, breeds this, this. We don't have to be great at our job. We don't have to be the GOAT. We can simply be good enough and enough power to force an employer to say that every worker in this place is going to pay union dues or they're not going to work. And that gives us this amazing power to, to basically do things politically and do things, you know, in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. way outside of the bargaining unit, outside of the workplace. And that's what makes unions basically. That's why they're losing their power, and that's why they only represent six point one percent of the workforce in America. Because which isn't much. On compulsion. That's yeah. right. 
It isn't much. I mean, you, you know, Mark, that number, I mean, not that it, not that we were ever at, you know, 90 percent, but there was a time in this country where what they probably had a solid, what, 60 to 70 percent of of workers were under some sort of a union at one point in time. Well, certainly in the government sector, they've been that high in some states. You know, I think back in the 1930s, or excuse me, the 1950s, like 1956, 1957, they controlled 35, about 35 percent of all workers in the country in wow. the private sector were under union and operation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and now it's down to 6.1. What, what's happened, John, is employers have learned to take care of their workers. Yes. They have learned to basically honor their workers and, and make their workplace safer and better and easier and and more efficient and more, you know, more well. And Mark, really quick, I'm not not to you know not to belabor this, but when you have a roaring economy and everybody's doing well and you're fighting for a good worker, which I know even in the economy we're in right now, we're still fighting for workers. But you you know where I'm going with this. The better our economy is working, and the more that the employers, myself included, have to fight for that worker, the better those things are going to get automatically. Mark with or without a union. In fact, I'll tell you this: in some cases, better without than with. Yeah, absolutely better better without than with in many, many, many cases. In fact, right now those union those union members that are stuck in a three year contract are not participating in the increased wages that are going yeah. to non union workers point. who are able to negotiate with their employers as we speak. Great point. Great point. So you know, again, I've you know me, Mark. I'm not you know, anti-union to the point that I don't think they should ever exist any way, shape, or form. But I am all about doing these things on a voluntary basis. If you want to get together and do this on your own and form your own little, you know, club union, whatever you want to call it, so be it. There's never any any problems in this country with the right to assemble. It's one of our fundamental rights as citizens of the great United States of America. So I'm never going to take that away from anybody, Mark. But when it's mandated and money is pulled out of your check, whether you like it or not, that's a bunch of garbage. That's right, and you don't have to be anti-union to be against corruption and compulsion. Correct. And that's uh, that's really, really simple stuff, and I think most Americans, eight out of ten Americans believe it's wrong, John, to force workers to pay dues or join a union as a condition of getting or keeping a job. We're on the right side of it now, but unfortunately being right doesn't guarantee political success, and so there's lots of work to do. We constantly have to organize and mobilize, and, and yeah. there's lots going on in, in Colorado this year, actually, where people can be involved, for sure. So how do they do that, Mark? How do they know what's going on, you know, again? Through you, how do they know what's going on? How do they get to you guys? Yeah, they can they can they can find out information about what's up in Colorado with the legislation and what's happening there about the candidates where they stand on issues at the National Right to Work Committee's website, which is nrtwc.org. They can find out lots of information about who's running, who's standing up for freedom in the American workplace, who stands for compulsion, and then they can yeah. find out what's happening legislatively in Denver as well. Awesome, Mark. Again, always enjoy talking to you. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, even on the front side, to know what Don, you know Don Senior had to say. I think that fitted in really well with what we talked about today. And no, I did not plan it out that way. It's just the way it worked. Yeah. I'm going to listen tomorrow at the beginning of the show. As well. You're awesome, Mark. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. Yep, John. You bet. Have a great night. Again, Mark Mix and a great guy, uh, president of the National Right to Work Committee and just, you know, again, solid guy and really keeps up on the union end of things. And one other thing I should plug is if you find yourself in a situation where you're being forced to do something union wise, where you just feel like, hey, this doesn't seem right. That's what his organization does. He represents individuals like you to help in those certain situations. So, again, that's Mark Mix. And, again, he's president of the National Right to Work Committee. Hi-Fi Plumbing is up next. Speaking of the trades, uh, Hi-Fi Plumbing, they want to take care of you and all of your plumbing needs. They're also hiring as well. So if you want to call them for that, they're looking for plumbers. They've got an apprentice program 
for that. Plus, they're looking for office help, anything else you want. They'll also help you with those end-of-season maintenance items like flushing the hot water heater or the heater that actually turns cold water into hot water. I'm always corrected on that. So your cold water heater, I should say. Maybe you want to put a new toilet in, a new fixture. Maybe you need that new garbage disposal or, you know, garbage disposal replaced and you need a new one. Maybe you need that swamp cooler serviced. Those are the things and more that they'll take care of for you so you don't have to. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Come join the High Five team. High Five Plumbing has been in business for over 10 years in Denver, Colorado, and was recently awarded Denver Chamber of Commerce Small Business of the Year. We are a family business focused on residential service with two locations in the Denver metro, and we're hiring. We're currently looking for plumbing technicians, installers, apprentices, customer service representatives, and dispatchers. High Five offers competitive perks with full medical benefits, including health, vision, and dental, paternity, and maternity leave unlimited time off with advance notice and 48 hours of PTO. Strategize your career and work at High Five Plumbing. Our apprentice program will teach you and guide you to become a plumbing technician. You'll be around our best senior technicians in the industry. No matter what you apply for, High Five offers regular training and career development opportunities. Apply to be a part of the High Five Plumbing crew and find a professional, growth-oriented community where every workday ends with a high five. Apply at highfiveplumbing.com and click on Now Hiring. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. He is our Mobile Estate Planner. He would love to help you with whatever you need in regards to your estate planning. Find him at klzradio.com, 720-394-6887. Michael Bailey talks about the darkness of facing a life-or-death situation up front, so you and your family don't need to worry about it later. He does everything in his power to make it less scary while teaching you what you need to know about end-of-life and crisis scenarios. Unfortunately, you're either prepared or you're not. There is no middle ground. So you should be involved now in who gets to make the big decisions about what happens to you later when you aren't able. Michael Bailey helps you understand what you need in your estate plan and why, doing everything in his power to take the fear out of it. You want to be prepared for how an unplanned situation could affect your loved ones, even though it's hard to think about now. In the long run, you and your family will be well prepared and more confident about the unforeseen. Mobile estate planning from Michael Bailey means you don't need to dwell on the what-ifs. Set up a free, zero-risk consultation at klzradio.com estate today. An orchestrated physical attack, electromagnetic pulse attack, cyber attack, or geomagnetic disturbance could shut down our electricity grid for a year or longer. On the next Kim Munson Show, filmmaker David Tice talks about his recently released documentary, Grid Down, Power Up. My fellow Liberty Toastmasters weigh in on free speech versus hate speech. And we'll hear from mortgage specialist Lauren Levy, outreach director with Christian Home Educators of Colorado, Kim Ware, and the latest at Kanjani Coffee from Kimberly Bell. That's Tuesday, 6 to 8 a.m. with Encores 1 to 2 p.m. and 10 to 11 p.m. right here on KLZ 560 and KLZ 100.7 FM. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Here in just a few minutes, we'll have uh, Save the Storks. We're going to represent Representative uh, joining us from Save the Storks, and they were planning on being here today anyway, just to give us an update on what's happening with their organization. 
But on top of that, you guys have, I'm sure by now, heard about the uh, cancellation of, uh, how should I say this, their sponsorship, I guess would be the right way to say it, that happened Friday. And as we were going on air, a lot of those details were starting to emerge as to what was happening. So we'll get into more of that here in just a few minutes and what actually happened in the cancellation of Family Night uh, down in Colorado Springs at the uh, minor league uh, it was the Rocky Mountain Vibes. They're a Pioneer League baseball team down in the spring. So we'll talk about that with them here in just a few minutes as well. But I, I did want to add a few things uh, back on top of what we were talking about with Mark Mix. And I stole one of those lines that we were talking to Mark about, the greatest of all time, from an article. Believe it or not, in Axios, Joe sent me this. Listener Joe from Jersey. The Facebook site Axios ran this short piece of advice written by one of the founders of the site, which it describes and recommends is the exact opposite of quiet quitting, which I believe I talked about last Monday and what's happening in quiet quitting. Quiet quitting is where people are just quitting their job, but they're still there. They're just doing whatever they minimally have to do to keep their job. In some cases, not even that. They just know there's nobody to replace them, so they just go about kind of showing up and doing what they barely need to do to keep their job. They've basically already quit. But this is one of the founders of Axios, which, again, Axios is not a conservative website. Not by a long shot. They tend to try to be more in the middle when they can. I will give them credit there, but they are a left site, for sure. So... This is the one of the founders of the site. Here's, here's my crack at summing up success secrets when it comes to your job. Get paid for doing something you love. Everything is lighter and easier if you truly enjoy the thing you spend most of your life doing. Now, I will take issue with that, maybe come back to this list later in the programs. I don't have time to really get into all of this, but I don't... I don't think that's always the best advice. If you can find that and you're good at that, great. The one thing that got lost here, and maybe it's because he covers it in number two, which I'll get to, um, getting paid to do something that you love when you suck at it isn't going to happen. So, for example, you see this on American Idol or those other types of shows where people show up to sing. And a judge, you know, a panel of judges basically puts a dose of reality onto a lot of them because, yeah, they love singing. Yes, they love music, but they stink at it. But nobody's ever told them straight up that they stink. So they go and try out thinking they're going to be the next Carrie Underwood or whoever. Wasn't she on American Idol and won there and then had a success, still has a successful career? Thank you, Charlie. Number two. Be the GOAT. I said this earlier with Mark, the greatest of all time. Strive to be the very best ever at your job. You will spend 75% of your waking hours working or thinking about work, so why settle? And that goes back to number one. If you can do that along with enjoy what you do, then yes, it's a, sort of a match made in heaven. Number three, serve others. It's not only about you. You will, do, you will do the wrong things for the wrong reasons. Life is empty when you're alone. Number four, work morally. Honesty, grace, humility, hard work, and honor are the core values of a work life well-lived. Again, folks, these are coming from somebody that is really not in the middle or even on the right of the spectrum when you think about politics and being a conservative. 
Number five, work smart, working hard on the wrong or non-essential things is time wasted. Study deeply, master the tiny details and panoramic panoramic context of your profession. Study thyself, be clear-eyed about your gifts and flaws. It kind of goes back to number one. It's the only path to betterment. Fortify thyself. Optimal work performance is impossible without healthy relationships, diet and exercise, and spirituality and mindfulness outside of it. Number nine, savor the wins. Take time to celebrate aspirations met. Number 10, learn from loss. The real good stuff often reveals itself in the most painful moments. Again, you would look at all of this and think that a conservative wrote all of these, not someone that comes from the left. So, you know what? I will give credit where credit's due. I always have. I always will. I don't care what kind of what side of the aisle politically this particular individual comes from, but these are all great words of wisdom. And I corrected number one, but he sort of did anyways later on talking about you really need to be good at what you're doing. Otherwise, it doesn't make any difference anyways. And I think that's one thing, by the way, really quick. When it comes to young people, we don't do a very good job of helping young young people determine what they're good at. We give them lots of suggestions of things they need to go do, but nobody ever really, and, I, and maybe they do this in, in school, guidance counselors and so on, but I kind of doubt it. When you look at the amount of kids that go out into the world and get a worthless education that they now are getting $10,000 forgiven of, but that's a, another conversation for another day. But we, we don't do a good job of, of helping kids get to where they need to go and finding out what they're good at. They may have a love for something. But if they're no good at it, what difference does that love make? You know, there's, there's, I mean, I love carpentry, folks. I'll be first, I mean, I look at some of these things that people make and just some of the, you know, furniture. I mean, I just, I, I love looking at well-crafted, well-done woodwork. Am I a woodworker? Absolutely, positively not. I know my limitations. I don't have the patience. It's just not my forte. I can do things automotively speaking, welding, all of that. Yes, that I can handle. I'm not a woodworker. Never have been, never will be. Now, maybe if I took enough time and somebody taught me, I'd know more about it and I would do better at it. But it's, it's, again, it's just not me, folks. It's, to me, it's just very, very tedious. Um, I don't know, just, just the kind of work I'm not super interested in. I know my limitations. But if I set out to build furniture and become the greatest furniture maker of all time, I probably would fail because it's just not what I do. It's not what I'm good at. That's what I'm talking about. We need to teach kids how to look at themselves, you know, honestly, factually, and understand what they're good at and not good at. I've had this conversation with many an automotive technician through the years where they thought they should be a technician. Problem is they had no critical thinking skills, which in the automotive world is really, really, really important. Furthermore, they didn't have a mechanical ability one. They loved cars. They loved the industry. I loved their passion, everything about them but they had no ability to work with their hands. How are you an automotive technician? How can you be a successful automotive technician when you can't make your hands work properly? You can't, folks. I don't care how much passion you have for it. That's an example of what I was talking about. Absolute electrical heating and air. By the way, some folks that are passionate at their jobs, I've met numerous employees at Absolute, and I can tell you that they all enjoy their job. They're passionate about it. 
And I've enjoyed meeting each and every one of them, by the way. It doesn't matter uh, even what their backgrounds are, because a lot of them have different backgrounds they've come from, but I've enjoyed meeting each and every one of them. They are your HVAC uh, and your electrical guys that you need to call guys and gals, by the way. I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, you name it, they can fix it. There's $300 off right now through the end of the month on the Quiet Cool System, 720-526-0231. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, Considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. K&R Home Transitions, and the name says it all, they will help you transition from one place to another, whether that's upside, downsizing, you name it, even just a lateral move, or you're adding some rental property. You name it. They can do it all. Catherine and Robin, the two ladies, would love to help you with whatever need you might have. 720-437-8210. With K&R Home Transitions, you get more than you see on the surface and two experts for the price of one. Can you imagine if you had to hire two realtors? With each of them having different areas of expertise, they are able to do more than the typical agent to help you get the best deal for your home purchase or to sell your home for top dollar fast. After all, one agent simply can't know everything or do everything. Speaking of doing, Cat and Robin are not shy about getting their hands dirty. From cleaning toilets to laying baseboards, they've done it. As a team, they work hard in tandem because they realize that you need more from the current housing market and you need more for your home. K&R Home Transitions does everything in their power to go above and beyond throughout the buying and selling process because it is truly about you and doing their best for you. Get more than you see on the surface. Get two for the price of one. Visit klzradio.com home. Again, that's klzradio.com home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. Your business is eating you away because it's eating your time away. John Rush with Rush Media Consulting can help you by turning your business into passive income. Time is energy and money. So set up your one-on-one Rush Media business consultation and ensure that your business runs itself. Otherwise, you just own a job. Chances are you're working too many hours. You need to preserve your valuable time because unlike money, you can't get it back. The longer you spend on the fence about what to do, the less time you have. Do not squander the precious moments you have with your family, doing things you love, and enjoying life. Your business is your living, so it should let you live. John Rush at Rush Media Consulting gives you the chance to take the value of your time seriously by making your business work for you. Email John Rush right now to set up a free business consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's J-O-H-N at rushtoreason.com. 
or visit RushMediaInc.com. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. I told you a little bit ago we would be talking to Save the Storks. J.D. Dollar is with us now. J.D., welcome. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, John. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I appreciate you joining us. And, and first and foremost, explain to us what happened on Friday. We were following that story. It was all really kind of starting to break loose as we were you know, kind of coming on air. And I didn't get all the details until later that evening. But Phil, in case somebody out there listening doesn't know, fill us in on what happened Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. So we were um, sponsoring the Vibes uh, in Colorado Spring minor league baseball team. We were hosting a family night with um, another sponsor from Pikes Peak Citizens for Life. Okay. And uh, okay, and really quick we before were, we move on, I also want to make everybody understand yeah. that they do several of these events, like all teams do. There's different theme nights and so on. But one thing I read that I didn't know prior to Friday night, but after researching this today, I found out. Their normal attendance for typical nights is about 1,400, 1,300 people. You guys were actually almost doubling that to over – well, you were doubling it. You were going to have over 3,000 people there, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure everybody understood the context here as well, that you, you're benefiting them by what you're doing is my point. We were asked. They came to us with this idea about four and a half months ago. And we agreed to do it. We were going to fly up Matt Hammett, um, the former uh, lead singer of Sanctus Real. He's actually on our staff. And he was going to do, him and his son that's 12 years old that suffered from being born with half a heart, was going to do a uh, concert following the fireworks that night. And there was a whole bunch of family stuff involved. Uh, it was, we were just looking forward to having a, a really nice time at the baseball park, and uh, I was there in my Airbnb waiting to go up to the stadium Friday morning to start setting up, and I got a call from the uh, leadership from Vibes at about 10.30 a.m. game day and said that they had some bad news, that uh, they have decided that they are going to pull the plug on us. They had some some other sponsors that uh, uh, were voicing concern over uh, over us hosting this event, and uh, so they decided to pull the plug at the last minute. And, after, and as I read through, you know, even some of the comments that have made since, this was, you know, you, I, I believe you, by the way. I think you're spot on, and I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. You talked right to the horse's mouth, although that's not what the press today is being told. Oh, no. The press is being told that the team made this decision 100% on their own without any other outside influences. That's correct. That's that's what they're that's what they're saying now. That's correct. Which again, we we know is is not the case. Oh, anyways, it, it you know is what it is. I think I think getting the story out and letting people understand what's going on, and they can you know they can handle how to voice their opinions you know directly to the team accordingly. What do you think folks should do, though, to try to rectify this, or is there anything anyone can do to rectify it? Um, I think they, I think they need to follow their heart. I, I think this is the world we live in right now. I think we're going to start seeing more of this. Agree. Um, really, what was uh, what hurt was the fact that this was four and a half months in the running with the mm-hmm. contract, and and just to pull it at the last minute was was just you know not okay. Not okay for all the families that we're planning on attending. So many of them, from what I understand, ask for refunds. And, 
and we've had uh, as you know, I've, we've had lots of people reach out saying that uh, that they want to take a stand. We're we're at a, a point right now, John, that we we do these things quite often for awareness in the community. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're pro family, right? And um, so we will. We've we've had several other opportunities. We would love to be able to be at you know Denver Broncos or anything else that happens, but we're going to do us. And, and, and our uh, mission, our ministry, and uh, um, I just I wish them the best of luck. Uh, and by the way, great advice. I appreciate you you saying that. Now, for all those folks that may be tuned in, I talked about Save the Storks earlier. We talk about you guys, you know, periodically. You're you know you're one of our partners here, which we appreciate very much. But for those that maybe have missed all of that, what is Save the Storks? What do you guys do? Oh, absolutely! It's 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 quite amazing. So. Our mission is to create a story of hope and empowerment for every woman facing an unplanned pregnancy, and it's it's now even reached every uh, every every father too that's facing an uh, unplanned pregnancy. And we are known for our medical mobile unit, stork buses, state of the art units that uh, pregnancy resource centers or churches we supply them with these units, and 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 they use them to reach these women so they can have a free pregnancy test, an ultrasound, and um, hear the heartbeat and see the baby, and then choose life. Uh, four out of five women that board a stork bus choose life. Awesome. Uh, just, just you know, fabulous. Um, we, again, we, we, you know, we believe so much in what you're doing. Uh, and, and again, uh, J.D., you and I both know this. You guys are not the only ones out there that are doing this. You know, we, we, are, we are pro-life, period. We're here to help not only your organization, but anybody else that's out there doing what you guys do. And, and I know a lot of you guys will even team up together to make things happen, which, again, you know, we're, we're on all of your sides, I guess is how I should say it, J.D. Uh, I just talked earlier just about Labor Day coming up and the fact that we've got you know, Jeffco Schools, which is going to now close 16 yeah. schools, and I believe it's not only because people are doing private school and homeschooling and so on, but, J.D., we're at a 1.8 birth rate in this country. We are losing population, and a lot yeah. of it is because of abortion and, and just, you know, the fact that families are just not having kids like they once were, and we've got to get back on track there. And, folks, believe me, whether, whether you're pro-life or not, the fact that we need bodies to keep things moving forward yeah. as a country I ought to say enough, J.D., not only a fact, I mean, I'm not saying it just because I, I don't love life. You know me, J.D., I love life. I, I want to make sure we protect the unborn, give them a voice as well. But the reality is, as a country, we're going to go downhill fast if we don't fix this. We are, and um, I don't know if everyone's aware of this, but plan, but um, other um, pro-abortion agencies are building vans right now, hundreds of them that are going to the borders of states that ban abortions, mm. So that your daughter, your granddaughter, your niece is able to go there and have an abortion pill without you even knowing. So I mean, it, it, we're we're in a very scary we are um, situation right we now. Are. We have to fight back. And we that's do exactly. That's what, right. What Amen. Plan on doing. That's right. JD, how do folks find you guys? Yeah, SaveTheStorks.com. That's the best way. Um, we have so many stories and information on the website. I think everyone will enjoy. We're a hundred percent donor um, supported, so we, we could use all the help we can. We have almost a hundred stork buses 
Awesome. And we'll probably need 400 in order to do this. That's the right awesome. Way. That's awesome. JD, you got our support. We'll keep we'll keep sending out the message. And you know, again, you're welcome to join us. Any anything, you know, anytime anything comes up, anything you want to announce, please let me know. We can have you on at a moment's notice. Not a problem at all, JD. I appreciate you, John. You, Thank you're you so very much. welcome. You have a great night, JD. Appreciate it. And again, folks, you can handle. If you're one of those that even was affected by what happened Friday night, you know, do whatever you feel like you need to do. I personally would be calling the team or even sending a message to the team, you know, letting them know how disappointed I was in their decision. And since they said that it was their decision as a team, then I would be going after the team. That's the public decision that they or that's the public um, announcement that they've made. I don't believe that's the case. I believe there was a sponsor, most likely UC Health, that didn't particularly care for what was going on. That's my own. That's my words, not anybody else's, but that's just my own feelings on it. But again, you can express that however you would like. American National Insurance is next. Call Paul, my uh, my agent. He would love to help you out with all of your insurance needs, save you money at the same time. 303-662-0789. Every time you use insurance, it costs you down the road. Paul Owenberger of American National Insurance rewards you when you make responsible decisions. When times get tough, the first thing people want to do is cut their coverage. Cut back too much and it'll cost you more than you thought you were saving. Paul Lewinberger's rebate program incentivizes you to delay gratification. When you don't make a claim for three years, you'll get a rebate. He'll make sure you're properly covered so that when you need to make a claim, you'll have what you need to be made financially whole again. When you're reliable, Paul Lewinberger gives you some money back. When you're facing economic hardship or otherwise, get properly insured with Paul. You'll get a return on the money you invested in your financial stability. Work with Paul Lewinberger. Call 303-662-0789. Call Paul at 303-662-0789 for home and auto insurances that save you down the road. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. Producer Ann sent me a text message that said, it's really sad how anti-human humans can be. Good statement, Ann. You're, you're correct. And yes, humans can be very anti-human, which to dovetail into that, when we come back here at the top of the hour, my son and I will get into this when he joins us as well. But I'm going to talk about just the emissions in Colorado and where things are headed and how we're more worried about, which by the way, nice crystal clear, you know, crystal clear blue skies today, but we're more worried about what the air quality, quote unquote, is like in Colorado than the unborn. That should say a lot all by itself. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.